To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. If it's damp and cold and wet and stormy in your part of the country, good news. Our book reviewer, Catherine Rains, has two great reads to tell us about this weekend. If you just want to chuck your feet up, stay nice and warm inside, get yourself a mug of cocoa and bury yourself in a book. Kia ora, Catherine. Good morning, Jack. Sounds like a perfect day. Yeah, that sounds pretty good, eh? Sounds pretty good indeed. Why don't you begin this morning by telling us a bit about Four Treasures of the Sky by Jenny Tinghuzang. So this reads like a real epic, and you get swept up in the story from the fish markets of China to the underground brothels of San Francisco and the mining towns of Idaho. And it's set in 1880s American uh, West. And the story is about Jayu. She's 13 years old, and she's named uh, she's named after this tragic Chinese hero. And Chinese folklore plays a really large part in the underlying story. And she questions why she's named after the story in particular. And her first hardships really strike when her parents disappears all of a sudden, and her grandmother sends her away to a, a nearby town to Sahu, and she hopes that you know she'll kind of have some opportunities there. And she finds herself on this doorstep of this calligraphy master, Master Wang, and she's hired to clean the school, but she quickly discovers that she's really passionate about the art of calligraphy. And they're really happy days for her, and that passion for calligraphy actually helps you understand and helps her Mm. tell the rest of the story. And it's kind of at that crucial point that she's kidnapped at the fish market and she's lured away by one of these very dangerous Chinese gangs. And she's held captive for over a year and locked in a dark room where she actually starts to learn English. And she's eventually sold to a brothel in America. And she's given this new name at this point called Feng. And then at the, the brothel, she becomes Peony. And then when she escapes eventually to Idaho, she has a new life with the name Jacob. And all of those different characters almost tell the different parts of her story and the injustice and it's not for the story for the faint of heart really Mm. it's the story essentially about a young girl who's kidnapped from china and forced to fend for herself in america and the story about the chinese exclusion act and the federal legislation about immigration and how she encounters all of those effects in 1880 idaho and it brings to life that law and the devastations and how Chinese miners were were treated in their land and how patrons boycotted store, Chinese stores and the corruption of the justice system. And it's historical fiction, but it's incredibly well-researched and really fascinating and completely haunting and a really, really well-told story. That sounds really good. Sounds, mm. sounds, it sounds like quite a full-on read, though. Is it, is it dense or...? Uh, it's not, I wouldn't describe it as dense, but it's got many layers to yeah. it and the different parts and the way the story's told. And yeah, it's it's quite incredible. And then when you start to look at the, the real history that's involved, just how yeah. horrific, you know, parts of that, parts of, parts of history have been, as we know. But yeah, it's just, it's a really interesting way to delve into that, that part of the history. Yeah, and, nice. Yeah, through the eyes of a 13-year-old. Okay. Oh, it sounds really good. That's Four Treasures of the Sky by Jenny Tung-Hui-Sung. Tell us about The Murders at Fleet House by Lucinda Riley. So, uh, fans of Lucinda Riley will know her from her Seven Sisters stories and know that she died last year of, of cancer at a, at a very young age of 56. And so, But this is her crime novel, but it was actually written 16 years ago, back in 2006. And while she'd completed it, she wasn't finished in terms of editing and polishing. Hmm. And Harry Whitaker, her son, is, who, her son, who's a writer himself, 
had a dilemma, really, whether he published it as it was or rewrite it. Um, and he's actually published it uh, as she wrote it. So there's, when you're reading it, you, you can there's some holes in the story, there's some editing mistakes. But actually, if you ignore all of that, it's actually a really good story. And it focuses on a detective inspector, Jazz Hunter, and she's quit the Metropolitan Police. Um, her marriage is broken up to a fellow detective. And she's moved to the countryside of Norfolk, and she's there to renovate an old college, cottage and decide actually what she's going to do with the rest of her life, what she'd like to live at a much slower pace. And then her former boss calls her and requests that she investigate the sudden death of a uh, pupil at a local posh mm. boarding school, and she really takes it. She she takes on the opportunity, um, and Charlie Cavendish, the the guy that's murdered, turns out when she starts to delve in, it was a notorious bully, and he appears to be the victim of of, of someone who's tried to get them out of their lives, and whether it was accidental or intentional. And then a staff member's found dead, and then one of Charlie's victims disappears, and the more she learns, of course, the more complicated this becomes. Mm. But you get this really interesting murder mystery with multiple suspects and hidden motives and not lots of gore and violence, but plenty of intrigue and plenty of where are these characters and what are they doing and you know who's really telling the truth and yeah. what you're really trying to delve into. It's a good, oh. good murder mystery. Nice. Oh, that sounds like a cracker. Okay, thanks, Catherine. Those books for you once again. The Murders at Fleet House is the one by Lucinda Riley, and the first book is called Four Treasures of the Sky, and it's by Jenny Tunghui Sung.